0: Beauties and Head Cannons, where we're dirty, and you probably are too. I'm Tegan, and I'm here today with Lindsay, and we're here today to talk dirty about Hocus Pocus 2, the long, 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 long awaited sequel to the Disney classic <laughs> Halloween movie. I mean, this was a part of so many people's childhoods growing up. Um, and so, at the beginning of the episode here, I just want to put a little spoiler warning because. Obviously, we're going to be talking about specifics of the movie. I know it's just recently come out, but if you haven't had a chance to see it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, then you might want to put a pause on it right now and come back to it when you've watched it, uh, because we're going to be talking about very specific things in there spoiling major plot points, all that kind of good stuff that we usually do. So just wanted to give y'all the heads up before we dive in here to talk about Hocus Pocus 2 and how we liked it, how we didn't like it, how it kind of stands up to the original or how it compares, that sort of thing. So Lindsay, were you finally able to watch the rest of the movie?
1: (laughs) I did, yes. So I did finish the movie. Um, it's It's been one of those weird weeks, right, where I had to kind of watch everything in bits and pieces. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot coming out recently, a lot to catch up on and to um, consume. So um, I managed to actually finish it. And of course, what happens is I will... Um, watch part of it uh, part of a movie with um, Ash and Jason and then like I want to finish it with Ash and Jason so I had to watch the last 30 minutes with Ash and Jason and of course it took like a week for me to get to the point where I was ready to watch it (laughs) yeah because everybody was was watching it September 30th and and I was super excited, but then I started reading people's reviews, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, like Facebook reviews are like the most weird, convoluted yeah. nonsense you've ever read because yeah. everyone has has something to say, um, and it's it, so every opinions. end of the, the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I heard that it was great. I heard that it was um, uh, very disappointing. I heard, <laughs> oh, you know, originals are always better, and this is no no different than that. Um. So I um we've never done like a star rating before or said that something was good or bad um But here's the thing: this is such a part of who we are Mm -hmm. as a movie, right? Because I am 36 years old. The movie, uh, the original, is approximately 31 years old, 30 years old, something like that. So I've I've had hocus pocus in my life my whole life, and you know every single year from the day, you know, the year that it was uh, dreamt up and came out. Someone, somewhere, somehow has always dressed up as the Sanderson sisters. And I feel like there was always, um, it, like, everybody always wanted to have the perfect. People with them to be able to dress yeah. as um, whichever one was the one you wanted to, to dress as. Like there's there was always someone who affiliated more with Sarah or knew someone who did, and there was always someone who thought of themselves more as the ringleader, like like um, Winnie, and there was always someone who you know was was a little quirky, weird one like Mary. So yeah. we've like we've grown up with these people wanting to be, you know, always wanting to put together the perfect Sanderson sisters costume wanting to to kind of like envelop in that uh world and i mean i know people who go to salem for salem i know people who go um and kind of like wish it still or or that it (laughs) looked like hocus pocus you know like it looks like in the movie so it it's it's been like a thing like they they had to do it right or not at all Mm mm-hmm and, and so it's been a big lead up to this movie. It's been oh, yeah. a big deal. They've always teased about it, talked about it, said it might happen, said it could happen. And we've been waiting for forever. Um, the cool part, I think, is that we we got the same actresses for oh, yeah. for the Sanderson sisters. That was, that was absolutely like an end all for me. Yes. If it had not been the original girls, I would have been like, forget it never happening yeah not gonna watch it couldn't care less
0: yeah especially like when they're available you know like if they're not available that's one thing but it's like they're clearly there they're available and you know from the way that they talk about these roles it seems like something that you know they they enjoy to do themselves um you know it's something that they recognize people like and they seem to at least halfway enjoy doing it because you know i I was watching the some interviews leading up to it and they were talking about how how it was great how it was a lot of fun and you know obviously sometimes you know those interviews can you know they can be forced to be a little like biased towards being favorable but it's hard to fake chemistry you know and especially if there's cast members that you know they don't really like get on with each other all that well a lot of times people can kind of pick up on that um you know, and, and especially on Twitter, I mean, they're, they're gonna get, they're gonna get to the meat of the issue in like 30 minutes, <laughs> complete with screenshots and everything they're, Twitter's gonna handle it. But, you know, I, I feel like productions who, you know, at least don't honor their roots, you know, are kind of doomed to failure in a way. Um, but I felt like they were, you know, the choice to include the original actresses was a really, really smart on their on their end to, you know, kind of just outwardly honor the origins of this whole story of where it came from, and how it's evolved over all this time. Because I mean, who knows, they could have had, you know, I'm, I'm sure they might have had this idea for a sequel for years. And, you know, studios, they bat it around and, you know, shelve it and then bring it back out and look it over. And, you know, it's, we could have had, you know, something like that situation just going on for years and it's just been kept in this kind of limbo and only now has has it finally got to the point where they were able to actually yeah. move forward with the production so, <clears throat> excuse me the So yeah, I, thing that
1: I think about that is that the the actresses like probably have been doing the idiosyncrasies and um, mannerisms of these sisters for, for 30 years, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah They've, perf- they've perfected the uh, the elements that each uh, individual uh, sister brings to the trio so like mm-hmm. i i feel like kathy najimi has been doing that like face tilt thing with her face yeah. probably like every single day in front of the mirror because she <laughs> for 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 a hot second i thought that maybe something had happened to her health wise so yeah. i was like i was like internet social sleuthing trying to see if there had been a health Situation that she had Overcome and it just turns out you know she lost A lot of weight and has probably just been Doing that character Yeah in her free time For forever right whenever she's yeah. not playing um, Peg- Peggy Hill Doesn't she do Peggy Hill's voice on, on, uh, well, I guess King I, of the Hill is an old show now So yeah. I don't even know um, <laughs> But you know like it Just like I felt like they were, Just fell so naturally into those Characters they probably yeah. weren't even like Working hard on anything, but knowing the lines, you know. Like I, I just felt so carried back by the way they, they just like slipped right into the characters again.
0: Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was very seamless. And the
1: same with like Billy Butcherson too, right? Uh-huh. Like I, I felt so much like like we didn't miss a beat. Right. Like Uh we had just seen him, uh, do the, you know, fall into the, the crypt where he fell asleep to go back to sleep. Yeah. And I I felt so much like he had just sat right back up, um, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 years later. So I was, I was pretty stoked to see, um, those guys, uh, those girls and him all come back. Um, and I, I have to say like, I was, I was a little taken aback by Sarah's makeup. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I thought it was real heavy on the eyes, oh, and yeah. I. But I. I was very impressed with um, how they made the ladies still look like themselves with mm-hmm. the makeup and you know all of the other work that probably had to go into. To making them look like themselves, um, even with Kathy Najimy's weight loss, I, yeah. I still felt very much like she was still Mary, that she was still kind of, uh, you know, like when when people are bigger and they lose a, a lot of weight and they, like, still carry themselves a certain way, mm-hmm. I, I felt like she was still carrying herself like Mary. So I was yeah, still, like, yeah. very, very excited for that. And there, there was a, a cool element to her character in this movie, too, where she – Uh, was like sneaky and uh, suspicious of Mm -hmm. the um, teenage girls and I was just like oh oh so Mary (laughs) is a little clever she's just been hiding it this whole time okay okay I get it I got it
0: yeah so I I really liked how we got to see a little bit more of the background of the Sanderson sisters because in the first movie we kind of just came in you know pretty much right at like the height of like their power their you know they were doing what they were doing. They're adults. They've you know matured. They've come into themselves. But we got to get a little bit of a peek of them when they were much younger, and kind of when they first started, uh, or when Winnie's powers really first started manifesting, and you know we got to see like what life was like for them and you know how they were like. So, you know, and I I don't always really necessarily feel that um, it's best to have like a sympathetic villain, but. I, I, I don't think that they went too far in that direction because they were always still, you know, e- even despite, you know, obviously the sympathetic things that would happen to them, like, you know, the preacher trying to control them and force Winifred into a marriage. Even still, you know, the, it was very much focused on, well, they're still, you know, doing some bad things, you know, they're still stealing children's souls and all that stuff. So, you know, that's that's still bad, <laughs> you know. Right, so right. I,
1: I was going to say, <laughs> I, I don't I don't really feel terribly sad yeah. or sympathetic to them yeah and i I why
0: yeah and i thought that that was a great way you know that they walked that line really well where where it kind of you can see where they've come from and explains why they are the way that they are but they're still bad you know they're still explicitly bad they're not like a sympathetic kind of character at the same time so really appreciated that for once because I, I yeah, unfortunately yeah. see it way too much these days with, oh, such a sad villain. And Origin stories. and Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and the thing about Winnie is that, you know, like I understood her like ostracism mm-hmm. from a young age, um, yeah. but her sisters didn't seem so much that they were uh, the same as her so much as like following along with her, right? Mm-hmm. So I... I like I, I appreciated that because they essentially followed her from the jump right mm-hmm. and and I felt pretty pretty much like that wasn't a surprise to me like that was that wasn't something that I had really pondered on but I yeah. I, I kind of like enjoyed the um, like not being tricked into to thinking something about them that I didn't already know like yeah I, yeah I liked like that I, did... I
0: like there was no gotcha moment <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wanted her to be like slightly more normal looking and older when the whole Billy Butcherson stuff happened where it was just one. It was just one kiss and um, Sarah's all like, hi, Billy. Like, I wanted that to be more (laughs) older and more flirtatious. Like, I I don't know if I would have felt better had they casted them as teenagers, like slightly older teenagers, although that it was interesting that like I don't those girls just didn't look like they were 16 you know like I thought the uh, same
0: thing um, because Winnie's like
1: character didn't look 16 when she is it just because that we, first scene.
0: is it just because we're getting older
1: I don't know <laughs> like, I don't know you know, I constantly actually have that problem when I'm, like, in stores and I'm, um, like, doing my job because I, I go into hospitals for a living now. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt very much like I, I'm, I'm living, like, double lives where I feel like I am supposed to be an adult where I'm, like, hanging out with the 40-year-olds and, you know, like, uh, relating to the 40-year-olds that I see in, in hospitals and stuff. But then the 20-year-olds look so young yeah. And I feel like maybe I'm supposed, you know, like I'll I'll think, oh, I should be having conversations with these guys. These are my people. And then I'd be like, no, they're like twelve. Why? <laughs> why would I? Why would I talk to this twenty three year old who's here yeah. for, a, you know, on their mom's insurance, looking for an allergy med? You know, like I. Not that that's not that. There's anything wrong with that. Just that, like I, I have trouble relating being in my thirties because I. Yeah. I, I'm definitely not a forty something, but I'm also definitely not twenty something. Not a twenty something.
0: Yeah. It is yeah, kind of an yeah. odd trend. it's kind of an odd transition year, I think. Yeah, like, a whole well, decade. It's, it's of- one of those
1: things too, like you remember when you were in high school and you'd go back to your middle school or your elementary school and it looked so small compared yeah. to how you remember it. Oh my god, the like, desks
0: especially. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. So like when you when you're old, I guess it, it, it must just be like a phenomenon of getting older that like everything else, you know, people who are much younger look or mu- not even much younger, but people who are younger look much younger and they don't look older than they really are. So when you finally find out that like you're in a high school and those kids are, you know, 17 years old, it's like, no it's like, way. Oh, they look like they're 12. It's yeah, like, no, those
0: yeah. are babies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are little babies yes. walking around here
0: no shade to the teenagers 50 and
1: then right
0: no shade but to the teenagers like and young olds. adults this is just you you will experience the same thing i guarantee <laughs> you when you reach your mid-30s you're going to experience this dissonance and you're going to think back to yes. this episode and be like you know what tegan and Lindsay were right <laughs> the
1: phenomenon of getting older yeah
0: yes. <laughs>
1: Um, But I felt that same way with, like, the the three young girls that Mm -hmm. are um, in the movie as well. Like, they are definitely my daughter's age, uh, but I still felt like they looked very young. And I was like, why? Why is everyone so much younger now? What's going on? Um, Whereas, you know, when I watch Hocus Pocus, um, the character who plays that, the the actor who plays Thackeray, the actor who plays... um, uh, Max I feel like they are like 20 year olds (laughs) so uh, when they played those characters anyway you know like I God forbid I find out that Thora Birch was actually like 10 when she played (laughs) Danny I'm actually petrified to even look I'm not going to do it I'm not going to look because I don't I don't want to know I want to suspend my disbelief yes in in that in that era yes that being said I, I actually did like kind of I was kind of sad that we didn't get any uh cameos of uh thora or you know sorry danny allison or max like i was i was yeah. kind of sad that that didn't happen um yeah. even if they had just been like i don't know opening a door in a, in a you know like a trick-or-treat or something or yeah. i i liked the metaverse of it where mm-hmm. they they had the sanderson sisters as this like famous thing in salem and people were like watching the hocus pocus the movie um during like little tidbit scenes in mm-hmm. in Hocus Pocus two, I was like, "Whoa, that is crazy!" Yeah. Um, and I and I liked the nod back where um the older brother I, I think he's an older brother. What was that? The the shop owner. What was his? Was he an older brother to um the one girl, or was he just like no? A, he was. A friend he was just a, a
0: yeah. He was just a friend. He was just okay. Yeah. Just yeah. So like I liked. Or... Mentor, I liked of that sorts. he was there.
1: Yeah, but I, so I liked, I liked that he was there when the Sanderson sisters disappeared. Yeah, uh, and that you know he like was so enraptured by them that mm-hmm. he decided, you know, that he got the book and decided to make a. Um, let's do another spoiler alert here. Uh, when he yeah. decided to make the black flame candle, yeah. because the book showed him how and he just had this like unhealthy obsession with magic and and the sanderson sisters and all that stuff like i i appreciated that nod um because we were all pretty sure that there was no way that the the sisters could come back yeah so there had to be there had to be some th- some kind of plot twist right of course yeah um so i appreciated that they you know told us how that happened i I was glad for that but mm-hmm. that being said i still kind of wanted there to be at least like a i don't know like like thora birch open a door and you know, throw candy in a bucket yeah or, you know, <laughs> i don't know. i wanted, I wanted something yeah um I would that say I, being said
0: yeah no go ahead <laughs> um i didn't say i really uh appreciated the humor in the movie it didn't feel like it was like too overwhelming or cheesy like you know some disney movies can hit like A lot of it felt just very natural. Like it was just people playing off of each other instead of people reading lines, if that makes sense. Like it, all of the actors really, like even, you know, aside from the three Sanderson sisters, like they really felt like they had a certain chemistry with each other. So they weren't just, you know, well cast for their characters, but well cast for each other as well. And I, you know, that's obviously a really important part of, you know, an ensemble type of movie, of having, you know, actors who are going to have, you know, the good relationship, good working relationship with each other and, you know, get the, get everything on the screen because it's, it's not impossible, but it is hard to fake that chemistry. And, yeah, you know, especially when actors are a little bit younger too, when they don't have that experience of being able to fake it. So, you know, props to whoever was doing the casting, because that was some great job. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like, you know, they were they were naturally friends like this was just a natural friend unit and this was just a natural like community and everything like that. It. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was all forced, like they're just people that are just present, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. So I do actually want to go back to to that in a way, because I. Mm I feel like we all want, or we all, you know, a, a, I grew up with a, a friend group that was like the Three Musketeers, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you which Sanderson sister I would have been, but I, I feel very much like called out by the whole Sanderson sisters mm-hmm. uh, phenomenon. Um, I have a friend who, you know, dressed as a Sanderson sister and had like the two perfect friends to play the other two, um, and I. Was always like, you know, whenever she shares the pictures of, of their Halloween costumes from a few years ago and they're still like the coolest costumes. I'm always like, oh, I love I love these about you guys. It's so great. <laughs> There's something about Hocus Pocus 2 that near the end. And I know you warned me that it was going to happen. Yes. And I, 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 I feel like we need to talk about it. Yes. But I <laughs> make sure that we're actually talking about the same thing because I felt this like overwhelming like warmth of like sisterliness yes in, in the end of the movie i yes so i've got i've got an older sister and a younger sister um we are you know my older sister's eight years old ten, eight years older than me and my little sister's four years younger than me so i don't really know i guess that makes me merry um <laughs> but we we didn't really have that kind of a relationship right mm-hmm. but the the passing of the torch um at the end of the movie like gave me all kinds of weird like warm nonsense types feelings that I didn't I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. and when it was happening I like and I I like to do the whole thing where you know I'll be crying at the end of a movie and it's like not even like like a moment where you should be crying but I'll be like oh there's something in my eyes yeah "Ah." and and it was it was that kind of thing for me right because I wasn't surprised I wasn't taken aback I wasn't even like uh a I what there were so many things that didn't happen, but the fact mm-hmm. that I was like crying that the torch of the Sanderson sisters was being passed on made me all have all kinds of feelings that I wasn't expecting to have because oh, yeah. like we, we all like had friends who were like sisters to us and, um, Winnie and, and Mary and Sarah are all sisters. They are biologically grew up together etc when Winnie was the the ringleader and all of the those actors are actually about like 10 years apart from each other yeah <laughs> um, so it's it's like just a really cool like thing to have but growing up we always wanted to like have sisters that were like friends that were that were friends that were like sisters like that yeah. right so the passing of that torch to like go to these three girls who are so like tightly knit and and um, able to like, go back into their friendship after ostracizing that one girl for such a long yeah. time because because of uh, social circles and stuff like yeah that High school that, BS <laughs> like yes yeah the way they kind of like seamlessly went back into that and um are also able to kind of like talk about without talking about it yeah the um the like dispersal of power being that if you if you want all the power for yourself you would have to give up something that was dear to you mm-hmm. and for winnie to to have to like admit that what was dear to her was her sisters and that she'd rather have them than than all the power was just like magical to me oh, and yeah. for for the girls to then realize that the three of them together could share this like magical moment um magical moment uh, tm <laughs> trademark yeah. Uh to have that to like pass the torch was like all the warm, fuzzy October y type under several blankets feelings for yeah. me. So is that what you were talking about? Or should we talk yes. about something else?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> um just though though really the whole sequence, uh the last sequence of the movie was really like my favorite part. It
1: yeah. it really
0: nailed everything home like I mean not that the rest of the movie wasn't good but it's like they really nailed the landing because you know some movies there it's really good but then like the ending kind of stumbles a little bit it's like oh like okay but I, I think they did a great job and just the whole sequence of you know establishing that at first you know Winnie just you know thinks of her sisters as you know they're just extensions they're just tools she just uses them and then after they do the spell and Sarah and Mary start disappearing you know that realization that no they were really that dear to me and now yeah. that I've lost them now I understand the cost and then being willing to just give up the power just immediately you know just to be with because her she sisters doesn't have them. yeah, yeah. It's like it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. So, um, excellent, excellent ending. Absolutely loved it. Although it did kind of... The ending kind of made me question if the witch that they met in the beginning had also cast that Magica Maxima spell. Hmm. And that was how she lost her coven. Because she never talked about oh, she how did kind she of lost to it, it didn't she? yeah because she'd never yeah. stated like how she lost them she just stated that you know your coven is your most precious thing you know oh,
1: and yeah. you know just yeah. she was
0: stating its importance and that you know she didn't have hers anymore so mm-hmm. yeah i i kind of wonder you know there's there's of course that question of well did she cast it you know yeah,
1: the yeah there was definitely so, a hinting there i think yeah i, I I definitely felt that there had been a hint now Mm -hmm. that I think about it. And, and it was really kind of cool to like have everything sort of like seamlessly age well too, because Mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the things I was always kind of petrified with the hocus pocus uh, too, was that if it were to not be done correctly and it didn't age well, Mm -hmm. because you know, there are things that happen in, in the original movie that are just like, Oh gosh, really? Yeah. Um, As, you know, as someone who's been watching it for 30 years, it's like, uh, well, but that's how it was in the 90s. Yeah, like that's, yeah, that's how it was back then. So this is this checks out. But then, like, had they done it in 2022 and it hadn't checked out, that would that would have been a problem Mm -hmm. for me. I would have been like, well, what? So they really like did it. And it, it was just like, well, it they aged it properly. In, yeah. in my opinion I, I yeah. felt very much like okay this is Salem in 2022 I understand what we're doing and why we're going there and it was really kind of like I think I started sort of crying when Sarah um, like is looking at Winnie and she's like you're not coming with us and I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was Sarah or Mary who said it but one of them did and when she like oh, touches herself and she's still solid it was so like Aw, yeah,
0: oh, oh. yeah <laughs> It, it was, it was all, all kinds of feelings. I, I cried. I admit it. I cried. It was, it was a good cry, but it was a cry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It was, it was a good one. Anything else we have to absolutely make sure we talk about? Oh, cobweb.
0: Ha! Oh, right, oh! right, right.
1: <laughs> why do they keep teasing me? We all knew he was a black cat. Yeah. We all were like, it's not Thackeray Banks. It can't be Thackeray Banks. Yeah, why obviously. We, why play with our hearts like this? Why? Uh, Ugh. <laughs> And then we find out his name is Cobweb, and I was like, oh, Cobweb is a great name for a black cat. It really that is, is so, so <laughs> good. Uh, I want—I kind of want to like adopt a little black cat just so I can name it Cobweb now. I know. So thanks, thanks a lot, Hocus Pocus. I know, right? Boom! I swear, all of our <laughs> like, media is setting the standards
0: cat. for our animal naming yes. conventions. <laughs>
1: And so cute that he kept showing up. Oh, 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 oh. And then when when Book cries, I swear to you, they kept zooming up on the eye. They (sighs) kept coming in. They kept, like, showing it. And I was like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Book is going to cry. All I need is one single tear, just one single tear. And And it's like, like, (laughs) yep. Yep. I wrote Uh, wrote this scene.
0: (laughs) It's like, I know there was so much pain in the writer's room when they were writing this. Because I, you know... I, I write a good amount of angst myself, and it's like you know, it, it. When you put that kind of stuff out into the world, it's like this is gonna hurt me as much as it's gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah, kind of, right, right. <laughs> so it, it's it's kind of a uh, mean, but also cathartic in a way, <laughs> just to you yeah. know, share in that experience. So it's really well done. I mean, it, it really hits right on the feels and everything. Uh, the first Hocus Pocus movie I remember. I actually had to sneak around to watch because, you know, my parents were just like, yep. you know, freaking nuts, and it was like, well, no, no Halloween movies. Halloween is evil, and blah blah blah. And so, uh, I had to kind of like sneak around to watch the original, and I just remember loving it so so much. And so, like, you know, I obviously had to keep my love of it very much on the down low for for way too long, and coming into this it just felt like this warm hug like I I was just coming right back to you know where I was when I was sneaking around and watching the original back when I was in my early teens
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I can feel that Mm -hmm. that makes sense Um, I do also feel like this is our time to like come up with the best freaking Sanderson sisters costumes and make them like wide scale and easily available and I don't know. I want to like steampunk those cosplays, and I don't buy some brooms, and I I I expect like the reawakening of Sanderson sister costumes and stuff. <laughs> I feel like we should have already seen them. They should have already been coming out. And I'm like so sick of like the the sexy Halloween costumes. Like I want like big bountiful colonial era dresses and yes capes and stuff. Like I want all the things. Um, like I. I, I feel I find myself like getting really like jealous of costumes in movies because I'm like man, why don't we have Halloween costumes that look like that? Why do we have these like stupid little polyester, uh, you know, ha- Halloween store costumes? Why can't I have like the cloth cape and stuff that's going to keep me warm so I can go out into the world and be a be a powerful witch? Like why?
0: <laughs> well. Um... I, I will say like this is just a second for me to plug I this is not sponsored in any way at all um I just happen <laughs> to be subscribed to a youtuber named Makara Tours and she does all kinds of work with costuming and also just sewing and doing little projects like that she does a lot of like um <clears throat> like lookalike. she'll um copy like red carpet looks or like historical looks or she'll kind of reinterpret uh like i know she's done like certain barbie uh movie costumes but like reinterpreted them to be more like historically accurate and things like that and she's also just hilarious and funny and she has a cute little white bird named gary and he's he's great so yeah (laughs) obviously like if if you want to like take a look at some of those kinds of costumes absolutely give her give her some views it's she's great um, and I will say, if you but want to go, I can't this... buy
1: them, and I can't make them myself. So <laughs> all I can do is appreciate other people's art.
0: Exactly. Me too. Through. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. Same boat. So <laughs> I have no. Yeah, you know, I only have like a little emergency sewing kit for like do little uh, little mending, like very basic mending, and that's that's about where my skills uh, stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. We all have our talents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was our thoughts on Hocus Pocus 2. Um, overall, uh, I think they did a great job. I think that this is one sequel that, you know, they they finally got right. <laughs> you know, after all of the weird sequels, reboots, reimaginings that they've done. And some of them have been okay and some of them have been horrible and... Uh, you know the quality just kind of fluctuates but this one i feel they really stuck the landing well and i think that that was really critical for them to stick this Mm -hmm. landing well because if they completely bombed it oof. And, and i mean i know that you know the movie is still getting some weird mixed reviews because you know of course people are gonna cry rogue progressivism at any little hint of you know People other than white people existing in public spaces and you know being sent being centered in a story like oh my god.
1: (laughs) My favorite thing so far has been the social media scare where some someone like on CNN or something told people not to watch Hocus Pocus two because they could be casting any kind of dark Satan spells. Oh yeah, um, yeah,
0: I saw that with the words that
1: they're saying. And, and I was it, like, Oh, for crying out And that loud. was my
0: parents and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Oh, like, okay. I, I, I grew up with this. I don't need to hear this anymore.
1: <laughs> There's also a part of me though who like wants to like be itchata Kapita copada magica mysticas in front of like people in stores just to see just to weed out, you know, just to let the the weirdos weed themselves out. Yeah. I guess it's kinda kinda backwards, right? Am I the weirdo? I'm not even sure anymore.
0: Yeah, I will say that the great thing about certain movies or TV shows or whatever like this is it, you know, it usually brings out a great block list sooner or later of people to just go along and okay, gonna block you, block you, block you, block you, (laughs) like, I don't need you intruding onto my space. So nope. (laughs) But yeah, I, I will say just right here at the end, you know, if. If you're listening and you didn't enjoy the movie, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and you know what? What else enjoyed is it? That...
0: I'm sorry you didn't.
1: <laughs> Just that I want to. I also want to mention, like every year at about this time, we come up with like a, a nostalgia or a um, like the the marketing that is like marketing on our nostalgia and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like there's there's been so many times where a second movie or a third movie or a remake or a con- continuation has happened that has been. Um, something we've wanted to talk about or have touched on in an episode um, I, I guess we've been talking nerdy to you guys for quite some time now yeah and I mean like I'm glad to be back and I love that we're still talking but I also like I love that we I, I will get updates on stuff that we've posted and I'll be like oh we talk about nostalgia an awful lot we have yeah <laughs> we, we have a, a thing with this and I really am excited that we you know recorded an episode on H- Hocus Pocus 2 and that it had so many like a nostalgic aging well checks out kinds of vibes um, yeah one because like for once <laughs> I, yeah because usually we've got a couple of nasty things to say about something that wasn't done quite right um but I love that this one aged well. That they did well. That the the women were still available. That Bette Midler is still
0: killing it,
1: <laughs> killing it, full of uh, just just full of of air and <laughs> just belting it out. That they, they did like the the very first scene we see them in when they're adults and and they come out performing and. Yeah. The girls are like, who are they performing for? And then and it co- I don't even remember who was like you. And I was like, yeah, oh! <laughs> I was so like, wow, it, it was it was such a like meta making fun of yourselves, knowing that you're just yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Talking about uh, I was just like, OK, this is what we're doing. OK. And I, I just <laughs> felt it so much in my bones and everything I I, I know that we, we talk a lot about nostalgia mm-hmm. and about remakes and second movies and, and all the things and I, I felt like this one really needed its own episode we really needed to like yeah. hash it out and talk about how much fun it was to to be children again but in our 30s like I absolutely, absolutely
0: I appreciated
1: it and, and I hope you guys appreciated it too
0: yeah and like I said you know if you don't like it then I'm sorry I'm really sorry Um, But I will say one thing, and this is probably something I will repeat if we do an episode on Rings of Power is uh, that I, I see so many people like just watching things and just, you know, just to hate on it, just to nitpick it, just to tear it down and tear it apart. And, you know, not even necessarily even in a constructive way, just for the sake of destruction. And y'all that is not healthy (laughs) you know (laughs) that is not uh, that is not healthy to be in that mindset constantly where you are this level of angry i'm being serious like please if you don't like it just mute mute words mute people scroll on
1: by curate
0: your algorithm let's this is you know you can do this. I believe in you. You know, whenever there's something going on that I'm not interested in, I start muting words. I start muting people. I you know I I adjust my algorithm. Um, and if necess- if really necessary, then I just get off of Twitter or social media for a little while, and I do something that yeah. brings me joy, that makes me happy, and you know I I feel better instead of engaging in this you know endless angry loop. You know, so please y'all take care of yourselves and you know you don't have to like everything you know that's out there you certainly don't have to like everything that we like and if you don't you know just please take care of yourselves it's it's okay we we will find media to like together i promise you
1: we should probably make that our new motto instead of yeah. we dirty to you we'll be like we help you adjust your algorithm yes we help you <laughs> since 2018 yes oh, oh my goodness Maybe it's 2019. How long has it been? I don't know.
0: I don't anyway, even remember. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tegan. And thanks for getting nerdy with us today on Beauties and Headcanons.